0: Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Straight in California, Underscore Comics, Keeping Up with the Nerds presents issue 134. My name is Renee Bravo. Nick Villef. And welcome to the show, everyone. Hey! Nice. <laughs> nice. Just, you know, it's fun. I, I didn't even, like, think about it. I was kind of just like, it's, it's, it's my.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what we needed. We needed need that safety there. <laughs> right. I feel, I feel more professional. I feel like we're, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have a better understanding because there's a lot of the times when Brian's here.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying that we're useless. but He makes you second guess yourself. Th-
1: th- that. But I was going to say, <laughs> a lot of the times we do mess around and we just kind of let Brian do everything. That's true. We do mess around a lot. We do mess around a lot, yeah. And it's it's kind of like, oh yeah, or, we're, or I'm actively trying to make Brian mad. <laughs> or I'm just going- For the sake <laughs> of the joke. Just for the bit. sake of the joke, just to see what he does. Yeah. And these last past like three weeks, I feel like me and you have been going like, okay- we can't we're mess around. We're more, more calm. Yeah. yeah, like we're way more calm. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't mess around. We only have so much time. It's definitely a reality check
0: with <laughs> God. Yeah. If you guys don't know, uh, Brian will return next week on issue one thirty four. So this is one thirty five. One thirty five. I was thinking thir- one thirty five and my brain went one thirty four.
1: Yes, Brian okay. will be back one thirty five. One thirty five. Um he is he is going to be in our Valentine's Day episode yes, that, that we just recently recorded. Pond. That should be recording on. Oh, that should be coming out on the fourteenth.
0: On the fourteenth, he said it might be a part two, depending on how he edits it. Yes. So we'll have part one maybe the thirteenth, and part two on the fourteenth. Yeah. So we'll have be- we'll have more information as that kind of yeah. comes through. Throughout follow the our week. social medias, guys, to get Absolutely. updated on all of our stuff here on both Instagram and Twitter. And Facebook as well, too, so you keep up to date with our upload schedule.
1: Absolutely, yes. So, we're going to jump straight into the show. With Brian Gond, we also have... We have alcohol! We got alcohol! No, I'm just joking. It's not alcohol. These are just monsters with... (laughs)
0: With... uh, San Diego. San Diego monsters. (laughs) (laughs) No, we figured, you know, with one big, one less hurrah with (sighs) Brian Gond, and, you know, we can't do this normally, so... Oh, that's delightful. That is really good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mission Brewery. Mission Brewery. That's pretty That's San interesting. Diego. hmm
1: That's nice. Okay. All right. Anyway, besides <laughs> Besides consuming the besides this consuming, this drink? consuming the, the really Adult Really like taking in the, the two minutes. <laughs> um, so we got a pretty cool show today. We have, we're have we going to talk about a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about The Last of Us. And then our big thing is we're going to be talking about the uh, DC announcement. Yes, the big that thing
0: huge. that came out, I think it was a Friday, right? No, it was a Tuesday. It was the 31st. It was oh, literally it was James the last Gun's day. last day. Too. So
1: we'll get into that yeah. at the end of the show. So stick with us yes. and everything else. We're going to try and keep this as tight as possible Mm -hmm. uh but you know you know how it is yes sometimes it doesn't happen but to start off i wanted to get into it because coming up in the next couple in the next two weeks Mm -hmm. uh we just got the announcement for uh our we'll talk about this for comic strips i guess um super bowl announced what trailers will be coming out and they gave a pretty hefty list of Movies that should be coming out mm-hmm. with brand new trailers, so we have Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. Volume Three, The Flash, mm-hmm. Fast Ten, so Fast X,
0: Fast X, and then another Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, it already
1: has, it already has a trailer on YouTube mm-hmm. with over twenty-seven million views. So I'm not, sh- so that was the final trailer, mm-hmm. it like, because even in their marketing, it mm-hmm. said final trailer yeah. for the movie. So I'm assuming. If they're going to have another one, there might just be either a longer trailer or it's going to be a trailer with footage that we've already seen from all three.
0: Or it could be a clip.
1: Or it could be a clip, which also, that would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind having the clip where Ant-Man and Kang are in the room Mm -hmm. and they're just talking. I think that would be kind of cool. That would be interesting. Um, so we also have The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. The Elemental, which... It's a Pixar movie. It's, a, it's the brand new Pixar yeah. movie. It's all about like the elements and living their lives and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, we have Scream 6. Yes. Uh, Dozens and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves, mm-hmm. Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and then trailers that they think will be coming out is Indiana Jones, The Dial of Time, mm-hmm. Creed 3... John Wick John Chapter Four, and then we also should be getting a couple of more uh, movies like and Cocaine, and cocaine bear. bear.
0: Yeah, like another, just like another spot or another promo. Because
1: Cocaine Bear should be coming out closer to the end of the year, yeah. I mean, come or closer to the end of the month. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're gonna they're gonna really ramp up marketing on that. Definitely. But
0: which one of these are you really interested in seeing? What are you, like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna shock everyone right now. I'm interested to see another. More footage of Rise of the Beast, the Transformers movie. Really? Yeah, because I'm, you know, it because Michael Bay's not attached to it. He's not touching it at all. This is the same guy that did Bumblebee. Bumblebee wasn't bad. Bumblebee was good. Bumblebee was fun. And I'm really interested to see, you know. And then you have uh, Ron Perlman doing the voice of Optimus Primal. Yeah. And yeah. I'm hoping we get to see more. Um, what is it, Predacons? In this one.
1: You know what? That, I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. I would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to see where exactly Optimus Primal and all that stuff goes. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I was a huge fan of uh, Beast Wars. That was my first
0: introduction to Transformers was Beast Wars.
1: My, f- it was my, s- it was my first one where I paid attention week to week. Mm-hmm. I knew about Transformers because I used to watch the old show, mm-hmm. like the old 80s show because yeah. it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. But this was like the first one where I was watching it week to week on Saturday morning cartoons, mm-hmm. so I'm interested to see how exactly that kind of goes together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to in seeing more of that, especially with it being the Bumblebee. Yeah, director directors. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where they take it because Bumblebee, I feel, was like a sleeper. I feel that Bumblebee, I really, I personally thought it was gonna be trash. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be a garbage movie. Yeah. And in this one, it, it, it did really well.
0: It was really good. And Haley, I think it was uh, Haley Atwell? so Haley Atwell? Is, or the, let me double check. The, 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 the one that one one was in Hawkeye, right? Yeah, Kate Bishop. That, played Kate, that plays Kate Bishop. Yes. Yeah, she she did, did a great job. She
1: does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I'm, unfortunately, she's not back yeah. for some of these. No, because um, well, that one took
0: place in the 80s, I think.
1: Yeah, it takes place in like the, No, I thought it Haley, took place oh, in, in the... Oh, it's
0: Haley one. Steinfeld.
1: Yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think that one takes place in the 90s or the 80s. Yeah. But... Dylan it's O'Brien cool. did
0: the voice of Bumblebee. Oh, before he lost his. Own. Before he lost his. Oh, okay, I was like, "What?" I was yeah. like Dylan O'Brien. What? Yeah, because he
1: loses it. He has it in the very beginning <laughs> of the movie, and then he loses it near the near the beginning. Okay. Um, my big one. I I. Re- I'm gonna regret it, and I already know I'm gonna regret it. What? It's gonna be fast, ten.
0: Oh, you want to?
1: S- I want to okay. see. I want to see where it's where this, it is. I want to see where they're going with it. Yeah. I want to see how that kind of progresses. I know I've been talking a lot of trash about the about well, it's the because, Fast series. Yeah, that's
0: because when we saw Fast Nine, we were really disappointed and let down with that. At I least was. Two of us were.
1: Yeah, I was really disappointed because it wasn't the movie that I wanted, and mm-hmm. I I didn't like the fact that they were just like, we're gonna make fun of it. We're gonna kind of break the fourth wall mm-hmm. of like, oh yeah, Tyrese can't die, or like they're yeah. they're, like they're all. And then they went into space, but mm-hmm. they didn't like
0: really go. Like, it was just. It seems it was, like it was they a joke. they just ran at ideas and just went with like the meme what the fans thought of the meme of the yeah
1: you know what it turned into it kind of turned into sharknado Mm -hmm. in a way yeah and you hate to see a movie turn into sharknado yeah except for sharknado like that's fine Mm -hmm. but i'm really interested to seeing what fast 10 has to offer just because they're saying that this is going to be the leading to the end of the saga to the end of the saga Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering where that's going who's going to be in it, how that's going to kind of play off mm-hmm. each other, uh, whether or not uh, we're going to have Dwayne The Rock Johnson come back. Yeah. Just because I know him, Vin Diesel, and a couple of the others, they weren't so getting along.
0: There were actors that are confirmed in this film. We have Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. and then you got, He's going to be the bad guy, right? Yeah, and then Brie Larson is in it as well, too. Okay. And oh, let's see. Let's uh, double check. But, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Jason Momoa is going to play the villain in this one. I'm not too sure if they're going to have Charlize Theron. As the main focus villain, or I, I think she's she's the overarching villain. Yeah. See. Okay. So you have Michelle Rodriguez coming back. You have Han coming back. You have ooh, I don't know who that is. Oh, you know what? Is that the is mom? Is that Dom's mom? Yeah. You know what? That would make sense. Yeah. I, t- I think we talked about that. Like that's like the next the next step th- is to have Dom's mom come in. Yeah. Dom's mom come in. Yeah. Okay. So Charlize Theron is coming back. So yeah. is Jacob. Because cause they
1: both get away. Mm-hmm. Or, no, he gets brought into the family, right? Or he leaves yeah. by the end of nine?
0: Ooh, Shaw comes back. Jason Staten.
1: Well, that's okay. what Google is saying. We're not yeah, sure. Well, Luke because Luke Black is also in it. Michael Rooker? If Michael Rooker's in it, I'm in. Okay. I don't care. I, I want Michael Rooker. I want Bow Wow in it longer.
0: How do you have Kurt Russell? He died in the last... You know what? We didn't see a body. There so. was no body? There was no body. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that Eva Mendes might come back as well, too. We'll see. Yeah, I want to see. There's uh, a lot of yeah. You know. Gal Gadot.
1: What? That would be. She's a robot. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 really am interested. I, these movies are so bat, are so bat crazy. I, I yeah. really, I, I enjoy them. I just want them to stay within the realm of their movies mm-hmm. and everything else. Um,
0: so the director they got in on this one because I remember was it Justin Lin left Justin Lin left yes and he is known for this director Louis Litcher. he's a French Latier. Letier, yeah he's a he's a oh French. he did the he did the Transporter he did Unleashed series. he did The Incredible Hulk Clash of the Titans Now You See Me um, Tower of Strength and then the, the Brothers, brothers Grisby? Grisby he also directed an episode of Dark Crystal
1: on Netflix hmm. okay and then three uh, three episodes of Lupin. That's an interesting change of a director. Yeah, I mean he's worked with Statham before, and he and if you because honestly Unleashed, and Transporter, not so much the 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 Banna Hulk, yeah, mm-hmm. and now you see me because now you see me is actually a fun movie.
0: It's a I fun like, movie. Yeah, and he so he knows how to work with character
1: actors. Yeah, but the big thing is that if you go with Transporter, the Transporter two and Unleashed, have you ever seen Unleashed?
0: I have. I like Unleashed. with Jet Li. I like that that, that movie is, really is that
1: movie is dope. I love yeah. that movie. Um that movie is so fun and also the action scenes are just brutal. Yeah, like, they're true. so brutal. Oh, yeah. They're when, so animalistic. When
0: Jet Li's character is in like that cage fight. Yeah, um, when he's in the cage in, fight or, like, and as soon as he yeah.
1: and like once he gets taken off the leash and mm-hmm. just like runs she, do, so yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. so I mean i I have faith in it I'm wondering I'm hoping that he does a really great job. I'm looking forward to seeing where these movies go mm-hmm.
0: in the future that's the thing because you you have you know with Paul Walker gone and they keep writing off uh Brian as like oh, he's watching the kids or we got we promised we to can't keep tell Brian's life yeah or like can't. a lot
1: of it's like we can't tell Brian,
0: yeah, and it's like, well just like
1: this one you can't you guys can't tell Brian what we did.
0: I'm not fully confident that dwayne the D- Dwayne Johnson is in this movie. Um, Apparently, they will like, they
1: squashed the feud. They did? That's what the, that's what everybody said. Like, everybody, mm. everybody so far has said that they've squashed the feud.
0: I mean, I can see Vin Diesel really kind of, like, saying apologies to him because, you know, with the not so successful or the critically raved last movie that they did fast nine Mm -hmm. i think that's it felt like it was missing that too it was missing the rock it was missing a lot of things yeah it's hard though because you're
1: missing paul walker you're missing the rock Mm -hmm. you're missing shaw yeah you're missing a lot of characters Mm -hmm. that really kind of build up the series
0: and i was really disappointed how they went with um john cena in it where they just made him like oh he's like This another version of Dom.
1: John Cena is so. If anybody has seen Peacemaker, which you guys probably, you guys have, if you keep, if you've been listening to us, we loved Peacemaker. We love Peacemaker, and And John Cena's acting is great. John Cena was poorly used Mm -hmm. because he was used like he was in the Marine.
0: Yeah, you know what?
1: That's how John Cena was used, and John Cena is more than that now, and that's what's disappointing because he has so much charisma
0: that's the thing he's not he's not your full-blown action hero he's not he's not Schwarzenegger he's not Stallone no. he's, he's an actual character actor you know what that you know happens to be a big you dude. know who I would say hmm. he
1: is a more muscular Bruce Willis
0: yes you know what I totally know yeah he's he's yeah. he's
1: a Bruce Willis like could mm-hmm. like bench press like 400 pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because he's a lot funnier. He's, he's he's funnier.
0: He's so quirky. It's great. I love
1: because him. I I would I would say that you know S- Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. would be closer to like Dwayne the Rock, uh, would, not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like in this little feud that Vin Diesel and the, the Rock.
0: The Rock would be basically Arnold. Yeah, I can see yeah. The
1: Rock is Arnold because he's funnier. Yeah. It, it seems like every movie he's in, he's mm-hmm. very likable because yeah. he was also in like Twins and stuff like yeah. that. And then Vin Diesel wants to do these like art pieces, kind of like how mm-hmm. Stallone did. Yeah. And then I would, I would so compare John Cena, mm-hmm. to was it to to John McClane mm-hmm. to to you know Will to Bruce Willis coming in. Mm-hmm. He's not a, he's not the action hero that mm-hmm. you would think he is, mm-hmm. but he and he's and he's likable and he's yeah. funny.
0: He's more. Uh, Bruce Willis is more of like the everyday guy. Yes, he's the everyday man Mm -hmm. and I
1: feel like John Cena is the everyday man if I happen to spend most of my days in the gym. Yeah,
0: drinking whey. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, and I, and I do feel that that's what they missed out on. They missed yeah. out on a lot of John Cena's John Cena-esque, mm-hmm. you know, performances that we've gotten so used to in Peacemaker and Suicide Squad yeah. and all these other things. And they just kind of made him one note mm-hmm. and that made him super boring.
0: You know, he was really funny and I don't care for the movie as a whole, but he was actually really funny in Trainwreck. He's good. Yeah. He was he's really, really good. Yeah, and he was also funny in Sisters with uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Right. He played the drug dealer and stuff like that. See, like he's actually a really funny dude. He's a, he's he, he knows how to tell a joke. Yeah. He really knows how to sell a joke. Mm-hmm. He knows how to tell a joke.
1: I think that if they would have made, instead of making it that everybody liked Dom more, mm-hmm. I think it would have been more interesting if you would have made it that everybody likes Dom. Jacob Jacob Moore. Yeah. That Jacob went off to go do some yeah. other stuff or Jacob joined the Marines. Yeah. Or he did something else and then he just been doing his own thing mm. for all these years. Yeah. And Dom was always the mess up. That mm-hmm. was and like you know he was always the one that was getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. He was always the one that was going yeah, in and out cause, of jail. Yeah, cuz
0: Dom has a temper. Yeah, because Dom has a temper, yeah. and I think yeah. that would have been that an interesting been idea. Yeah. He's more like Jacob's more calm, collected, more just kind of like precise. And yeah, stuff. and
1: it's also really weird when you say, "Oh yeah, Jacob's my little brother," mm-hmm. <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, John Cena's my little brother," and he mm-hmm. towers over you, and yeah. it's like
0: that's weird. That sometimes that's how it is too. You know, you I always get it, have like a big little brother. I know? get that. Yeah, I yeah. do get that, but I mean.
1: It's, but uh, it is funnier Mm -hmm. to have it like that, Mm -hmm. and for him to play off of the fact that he is his big little brother. Mm Like, I I just think that's funnier. I don't think this whole him being mad because he's more liked. Mm -hmm. Like, it was such a weird reason on why Jacob was mad at Dom, Mm -hmm. of like he's always been the favorite. (laughs) And I'm like,
0: really? Like, he's been the favorite? Okay, I guess. Like, I could see him as more of like the authority. In the family, authoritarian, the authoritarian one, like everyone takes Don more serious mm-hmm. than Jacob over the two and stuff like that. But I don't know, we'll see. But I can see Jacob as like he left, mm-hmm. like he went to go do his own things, mm-hmm. and yeah. we'll see, we'll see where Fast X takes us. I'm also happy that we're gonna get more Flash footage. I'm happy that we're actually gonna get a Flash trailer. Yes, that's other than the other one that we've gotten.
1: Yeah, I want a Flash trailer, and I really do want them to kind of show some stuff I want them to show you know like Ben Affleck I want them to show some of the other things I mean the flash is such a it's such a toss-up it's such a toss-up of an an idea and we'll get into more of that once we get into Mm -hmm. James Gunn and all and and talking about Mm -hmm. all that stuff but I am interested to see I mean Guardians of the Galaxy it's it's cool Mm -hmm. John Wick 4 we've already kind of know what's going on yeah I'm interested in seeing a trailer for that um but yeah I, the elementals i mean it's a pixar movie i'm gonna go watch it mm-hmm. so like kn- I, I know yeah
0: i think i saw the, the the trailer that came out like a while ago yeah and it, it seemed interesting but it's always you know i've noticed that disney and pixar will always do those those safe stories where it's like you know same thing and um, what's it called life or was mm. it life the one with uh, the s- no soul one in Soulware, it's like there's always a um, a character that has to break out of the the norm, out of the kind social of norm essentially. It, it, they, they have gotten into a pattern. Yeah, so
1: there is a bit of a pattern, mm-hmm. and I do see that and everything else. But you know, go to just so that way we can move on from it. Mm-hmm. Let me let us know what you guys think. Yeah. What movies What movies are you really anticipating to to see? What are you excited about the Super Bowl? Are you excited about the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, <laughs> sports. <laughs> you know i i, there, I don't there, think there
0: are some people i mean yeah personally for me there are some people that are like me that don't really care for the game but or just care for sports at the, halftime the sports halftime or the the food you know? yeah <laughs>
1: like, like a lot of times i'll I'll hang out i'll be with my friends and then yeah. and then we'll we'll watch the game and we'll you know i usually i don't care who's winning but mm-hmm. i'll pick like a team for the day and i'm like that's my team I just I just cheer them on that day.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's no they haven't announced who's playing who, right? Mm,
1: I thought it was Kansas City versus is it the Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, is it? Okay. By I thought it was Kansas reporting? City
0: versus okay. the, versus the Eagles. I apparently, believe. apparently, you know the the Eagles won against the 49ers, and that was a thing. I saw that all over social media. Yeah. Was like, it's just it's a fun. thing. It's a thing. So <laughs> uh, just so that way we
1: can kind of get it out of the way. Yeah. Um. We. W- this week to week, we've been watching The Last of Us. Yes, literally, we we watch The Last of Us, then we do our skit, and then mm-hmm. we get into th- into into the studio. Give us a little time to go over, you know, our thoughts about The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week was interesting. It was episode four, mm-hmm. and we had to get over, you know, the the heartbreak of an episode of episode three last week. Yeah, and you know what? I liked this one. I liked this episode. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of it. Um, so, they, they so they went to, I actually think they were in Kansas City on this one, right? Yes. They went to Kansas. They went to one. Kansas City. So they're in Kansas. So Joel and Ellie leave Bill in Frank's house. Just as a synopsis for anybody who hasn't seen the episode or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh Just letting you guys know, there will be some spoilers mentioned inside of the, epi- in, in this, you know. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, go watch the episode. Then come on back for our, ana- for our analysis. Yeah. But for this, they have, um... What was it? So they leave Bill and Frank's. They're now driving down the highway. Now they're trying to get to their destination to go find the fire. To go find Tommy.
0: Tommy, yeah, because that's where they they want to go. Because Tommy knows was part of the Fireflies and might have some insight. Yeah,
1: because all the places that they've told Joel, this is where to go. They don't know. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, Everything's been destroyed or anybody's been
0: dead or whatever.
1: And it's kind of like, okay, cool. The only person I really know that might have any ideas about the Fireflies mm-hmm. is my brother Tommy. So I'm going to go check out and see if I can go find him. And let's go catch up with him in Wyoming. Yeah. So right now they're going from Boston to Wyoming. Boston. Yeah. And they've been on the road and uh, they're leaving. They left Frank and Bill's place fully stocked. They have food, they have ammo, they have, you know... Camping gear. Camping gear, mm-hmm. and they're making their way. And it's kind of like a small road trip for the first, like, 20 minutes of the episode.
0: Yeah, it was, it was nice. It's kind of, you see, like, they're... You see uh, Ellie, you know, being amazed by the car that she's in and stuff like that, and Joel just kind of, like, reminiscing about his past. You could tell that it's really... He's thinking about his daughter. You can. Yeah. Not only
1: that, but also, f- you can you can really tell that... Joel is starting to not like mm-hmm. Ellie, but to accept Ellie for who she is.
0: I think we're talking about during the episode uh, is that Joel's now has accepted the responsibility of protecting Ellie. He's a
1: lot less snappy.
0: Yes. He's no longer pushing her away. He's more the lines of like I am the only person that can protect her and get to where we need to yeah, be. Yeah,
1: get her to where we need to be, yeah. and you, and maybe maybe mm-hmm. we can maybe save everybody else yes. if if this all works out.
0: If this is the case, if she is truly the key to to stop this whole thing, then, then I gotta, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that on.
1: Yeah, and you know Joel's explaining a couple of things like um, Ellie was going, why do we have to stop every hour to get new gas? Yeah, you know, and Joel and it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Joel was going well gas has been has deteriorated over the last 20, 20 years so it's more like water mm-hmm. than it is combustible yeah. so we need to refill the
0: tank every Constantly. couple of hours yeah. just or else the, you know the, the car is just going to die which is true i you know it, you never really think about that until it's pointed out where yeah gas would basically not fizzle out but it would you know just become nothing
1: well because it it does need to be
0: processed
1: Mm -hmm. and it's expected that you know you we make the gas you Mm -hmm. put it in your car it gets used it's never really thought about oh yeah the gas is going to be sitting in your car Mm -hmm. for 20 years yeah and everything else because that does happen if Mm -hmm. you have a car that you put inside of a junkyard Mm -hmm. or in the in your in like let's say your barn or something like that, it's mm-hmm. sitting for twenty years, you have to flush out the gas tank. Yeah. Just because the gas has been it, the gas is old and it's been mm-hmm. sitting there, it's settled and it's to, settled and, and everything. To
0: get the gas out, he blew into the hose, right? And then the it would just come out on its own. Yeah,
1: so what he so it's interesting because uh he covered the hole so that mm-hmm. way there wasn't any air that was going in. Mm-hmm. So he blew into the tank and then the pressure. the pressure shot it so that way would then go down the only tube that was there. Mm. So we put two tubes in, which I thought was clever. I was yeah, like, "That's you know, kind of cool." Because
0: you're used to seeing in shows and te- movies that shows how much that shows how much we know, guys. Is that we're so used to them like kind of like sucking on sucking it, sucking it in, and just and then, going and then going, and just you know get the gas because it, it, it comes out. But it's a more no. It's there's another way of doing it. Yeah, yeah and this uh, this one seems a little more clever. Yeah. And even uh, Ellie in the episode goes like, "Well, where'd you learn from?" And she goes, and he's like, "Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know how it works. I just know it works." So no, she yeah. goes, "How does that work?" And yeah. He's
1: trying to explain it, and he goes, "The vacuum, like uh, the way that gravity comes through." <laughs> and she goes, "You have no idea how it yeah. works." And he goes, "All I need to know is it works. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> all I need to
0: know." Which is true. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, and you get a little more information about the time. So you're 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 also getting more information about how Ellie's personality is working yeah. because Ellie is kind of a goofball. Yeah. Like and and it shows inside the game, yeah. but in the show itself, you're seeing that Ellie is uh, she's a dork. Yeah. And you can tell that Joel is a dork mm-hmm. because she's giving him all these really lame puns and jokes yeah. mm-hmm. cuz she has a joke book. Mm-hmm. And she she makes a couple of jokes and you know the first one Joel's just like, yeah, you can you can stay in the car, mm-hmm. like you I don't you I don't need these. The car, yeah. yeah, you can go back in the car. Like I don't need this stuff. <laughs> and you know, later on, she tells him another joke, and they both start laughing. It's yeah, it's pretty funny. It was it's a good a, moment. It's a cute
0: moment. Yeah,
1: but they finally make it to they they end up making it to Kansas City, yeah. and they see that it's that the that the the road that the highway that they're on mm-hmm. is blocked off. Yeah, and it looks like somebody intentionally blocked it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it was Fedra that was intentionally
0: blocking yeah. it, or if it was somebody else. Yeah. So they go around, and they enter through the city through another way. Yes. And from G- there, we see that... Joel says
1: it should take, like, five minutes, then we'll be back on the road.
0: Then from there, we see that they enter a QZ zone. Or no, not not enter, but they drive into the city, and they see an QZ. abandoned QZ zone. Yes. And from there, that's when they get... Um, I guess scouts were watching over them, and they were about... They see that someone's lured them in a trap where someone comes out and asks for help. And well, stuff. It's
1: intu- it is interesting, though, because Ellie doesn't know it's a trap. Yeah. Somebody is just coming out and saying, help, help, help yeah. I need help. Mm-hmm. And then Joel immediately goes, put on your seatbelt. Because he knows we, we're going to have to get out of here fast. Yeah. Because he realized this is a trap. We're, gonna get, we're about to get uh, ambushed. Yeah. Which is interesting, too, because later on in the episode, Ellie even asks him, how did you know that... That was an ambush. Mm-hmm. And he goes... I've been on both sides of that. Yeah. Of somebody asking me for help and it being an ambush. And then also doing it. And me b- conducting the ambush. Mm-hmm. And Joel's mentality of that is as long as I survive and the people that I'm caring about mm-hmm. survive yeah. does not
0: matter about anything else. If they're innocent or if they truly had other intentions. If the it people he them killed them. deserve to die or not, essentially... Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's too bad. Yeah. You were in the, you were in the way, which is interesting because that's how the g- in game Joel is. Joel doesn't really care. I mean, I shouldn't say he doesn't care, but he's really in that mentality of it's fight or flight. Yes, it, and you got to do what you got to do to survive, and that's something he gets across to Allie throughout the whole thing. Is that you do what you need to do to survive. It doesn't matter. You can't. You can't be how you are. How the world was before. Because it's The world's be- not like that anymore. It's
1: interesting because they they do that in the game. You know who else? You know what other game does that really well? Mm. Uh, Telltale's Walking
0: Dead. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's with Clement thing.
1: with Clementine yeah. in them, where you're where you're taking care of her, well, and then I mean, you're really, you know, and you're you're really imprinting on the small little mm. girl of like the things that you need to do yeah. in order to survive in an apocalyptic
0: well, it's, it's, situation. It's kind of true because you know that's the one main thing about in any sort of post apocalyptic you know, story is that do you, is it necessary to maintain your humanity or is it, you know, or should you just do what you need to do no matter what it costs, no matter what it does to your character just to stay alive.
1: Yeah. And it was interesting too, because even when they were driving to Kansas city before they get there and before they get ambushed, they, Joel pulls off to take a to, you know, take a nap Mm -hmm. because he's been driving for 24 hours and he, and she even says, can we build a fire?
0: Yeah.
1: And Joe goes, no. Mm-hmm. You know why we can't build a fire. And she mm-hmm. goes, oh, yeah, because, you know, the, the, the clickers yeah, are going to... The, yeah,
0: the, the, the fungus
1: people. Yeah, the fungus people are going to find us. And he goes, no, the fungus people aren't that smart. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, oh, it's normal people. Yeah. Normal people we have to worry about? And yeah. he doesn't really say anything... But you can tell, like, yeah, he's more worried about normal, like, marauders.
0: Yeah, he's more afraid of just people than just infected
1: people. Because he doesn't know who's been on these roads. Yeah. And I was talking to you about it because I go, well, that would make a lot of sense. Because if there are people who are going up and down the roads or they're patrolling in the area, Mm -hmm. and this is their patrol area, they would notice that things got moved. Or they would notice a new car Mm -hmm. that's been put on the road. Because I would, especially if I've been patrolling and then i see a brand new car that has stuff in it and mm-hmm. people are asleep inside of it mm-hmm. i would notice yeah and i might pull them over if this is a you know a, a an apocalyptic thing i yeah. you know who knows what people do
0: yeah
1: you know and that's and joel you can kind of see that joel is pretty afraid of it yes He's, definitely and joel is right the first the, joel is right mm-hmm. he goes nobody's gonna find us we'll be fine mm-hmm. just go to sleep and they, they go to sleep they wake up mm-hmm.
0: joel's making coffee and they make oh, their way man. into kansas city Coffee. We were talking about that. We're like, how much is coffee important? In that we were talking about
1: how oh, how yes. much coffee would be important, and, and then also much. Ellie finds a porno mag of bills. Yeah. yeah, and I was, and then she throws it out the window, and I was like, "That's like gold, yeah. man! Like,
0: yeah, oh my god! Like a can porno mag, man, mag in the in the in the apocalypse. Can you imagine imagine going to like a trade post and just be like, boom, I want the whole the whole." <laughs> the whole like, uh, what do you give me for it? Yeah, just, like, you just like throw it me? on the thing and, and then, just like six grenades, a rocket launcher. man.
1: Like, like I, cause I was selling, I was selling I go, that's probably like gold right yeah. now. Like,
0: there you can't find porno mags. Yeah. So, note you know, to self: in a post apocalyptic world, get some porno match. Yeah, save some Playboys. Yeah, or get a portable DVD player and get some get some movies going. You know, a, port- a portable movie DVD player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: I, I just thought it was I thought that was really funny because yeah. even Ellie's like opening up the pages and yeah. she's like, oh my god, how do you walk so, with that thing? So they
0: say the lines that are in the game, like which yeah. I love. I love the whole she finds music, a cut cassette tape. She goes here. This is probably when you were younger. He goes, "That's actually before my time, but it's a good one, though." You know, he puts, it, puts it in. Yeah, and, yeah. and she yeah. goes, "Whoa, are you walking around that? Th- how do you walk around that thing?" And Joel's like, oh, "Ellie, I don't think you should be." With she goes, "Nah, no problem. It's fine. I just want to see what all the fuss is about." It's Why goes, are all these pages stuck together? Oh no! And he's just like, "I'm just, I'm just effing with you." Yeah, <laughs> she and throws I thought, it. yeah, yeah, and you know, you have
1: a, you have a lot of really interesting moments that are, mm-hmm. you have a lot of bonding moments that are going on with Joel and Ellie. Yes. during this time
0: what in particular is when they get ambushed
1: yes yeah. and so they finally get ambushed they crash into a laundry mat yeah and then once they crash into the laundry mat uh, Ellie really does go into survival mode yeah. she immediately looks at Joel and then Joel kind of has this thing of going we're going to survive this
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just need you to listen to me and keep moving yeah and he and he and she does she she ends up hiding into a, inside of a wall uh, Joel's able to take care of the guys that are outside yeah he then gets um, he then gets attacked mm-hmm. uh, by some guy from the back yeah and Ellie takes the gun out that she found from the last episode inside of Bill and Frank's house
0: yeah
1: and she shoots the guy in the back while he's trying to kill Joel um, and she paralyzes him
0: yeah so you, what what she I, I think what she was doing that she she thought she was going for a wound. Shot like I'm gonna wound him, yeah. She shot him in the back, shot him in the back, but shot him maybe too close to his spine and probably fractured his spine, which is an interesting detail. Which I kind of like is that she's not a great shooter, she doesn't know, oh, this shot will just wound him, this shot will just make him, you know, stop, and this shot will kill him. She did like an in between kind of thing, I didn't kill him. But I, I, essentially made I, him paralyzed. I, I made him paralyzed. Yeah. I paralyzed him because he, he's, he's even saying, I can't feel my, I can't move can't, my legs. Can't move my legs, you know. And he's, he's afraid. He's getting scared. He's and asking for his mom. I'm asking saying, for his mom, which is again, he's, he's, like, he's young. He's like maybe like in his early twenties. Yeah, maybe, he's telling. Teenager.
1: And he's telling them like, don't worry. We like we're cool. We're, we're not fighting anymore. We're not yeah. fighting anymore. We're cool. You know, I'll tell them that you're that. You know, everything is fine if you just take me. To see my mom. To go see my mom. She's down the way. Mm-hmm. Just like, just take me. Just take yeah. me there. And they don't. They like, don't. Joel, Joel's like, yeah, I can't. He I.
0: makes the decision to finish him off.
1: Yeah. So he ends up stabbing the guy mm-hmm. and killing him, which honestly is kind of a mercy inside of the apocalypse. There's not really room for, if you're Paral- paralyzed. And, yeah, if you're, you're a paraplegic in the apocalypse, you're just dead weight at that point, yeah. honestly. But for him, he ends up, so he ends up killing him, him and Ellie or he has this opportunity to console Ellie but he doesn't yeah. and they kind of just move on you see Ellie wipe away the tears and then she opens up the door there was a lot of combination of them helping each other because S- yeah. in the first game they did that a lot where Joel would slip her into tight spaces mm-hmm. and then she would open doors for Joel mm-hmm. and that was always a really interesting part of the game because it was like oh she's really useful yeah in the, and in this episode, she's be, she's doing that for Joel. She's yeah. slipping into like vents or she's doing other things, mm-hmm. opening up doors, getting them into places that normal people couldn't possibly get into. Yeah. And that's really cool. Uh, then you find out
0: that Kansas City has been taken over. Taken by over by, I guess, a group of people. The hunters. That, yeah, hunters that decided to rise against Ferrah. Fedra. Fedra during this uh the quarantine zone that they were in and decided to uprise against them which is pretty interesting you know we get to see this different type of faction
1: yeah and they retook and they took over they took over the entire town and by this point they are in complete control mm-hmm. and they're they're now kind of on a manhunt. They're being uh they're being led by a woman named Kathleen, Kathleen, who's a brand new character to the actual yeah she's to a, the show. She's
0: a show character.
1: Yeah, she's a brand new show character. But show character.
0: The characters that she's trying to find in the city are actually in-game characters.
1: Yeah, and they're in Pittsburgh yeah. in the game. They're in Kansas City in the show. So they. they
0: So we saw the after episode of this one, inside the episode. They decided to make a decision to make the next stop, Kansas, because I guess it makes sense. On the way there. On the way there, that would be the first city that they would run into, which is fine, you know? Um, Again, I have complete faith in the writers and the showrunners of how they're taking... Or how they're moving about this this main and, arc of and the you know story? what I'm
1: okay with them moving stuff around yeah. like I'm okay with them like, we're not gonna go to Pittsburgh instead yeah. we're gonna go to Kansas City yeah or instead we're gonna switch this over here yeah. or we're gonna put we're this, gonna have a backstory for Bill I and feel like Graham. that doesn't
0: that that doesn't hurt the show no. at all no it's a great uh I believe again it's a great executive decision uh again so the whole time though Kathleen is trying to find both Henry and Sam. Sam, which is interesting because they never had that type of animosity. A, yeah, in the game, we just run into them, and they just Henry, tag along.
1: Henry and Sam were also passing through, if I yeah. remember correctly, and then they got stuck in the city. Yeah, and they can't escape.
0: Yeah, so that's why they go underground, and then they escape out of the city from there. Yeah, and, and they go through the sewer system.
1: Yeah, and they figured out, okay, if we go through the sewers, they can't find us, Mm -hmm. and then we'll make it on the other side. Yeah. Um, In this one, I thought thought it was, this episode was really cool. It also brought in the whole um, bloater.
0: Yeah, a hint at the bloater. They started hinting
1: at the bloater because you see that there's something underground. There's something in the subway system. Mm -hmm. Not in the subway system, but at least in either the subway or inside of the sewer systems. Yeah, it's growing. Yeah, it's growing and it's cracking the the actual concrete. Mm-hmm. It's the con- You'd see the concrete sinking it's in. It's
0: like in caving, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's cracking and it's moving. It looked like, it, it looked like a river on how mm-hmm. the concrete
0: was moving. Yeah, it was weird. It was very and
1: weird. so, I mean, it, it really does... It looks like the fungus is growing underneath mm-hmm. and it's becoming stronger and stronger and more and more things are going to be... And it's gonna be something's going to bust out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that fire comes in of the building collapsing because mm-hmm. the foundation falls it collapses it opens up the sewer pipes Mm -hmm. and then all of them start coming out and that's how that town just gets destroyed yeah how that's how kansas city gets taken over and but we're going to be getting more of that stuff in episode five
0: episode five which is i guess the the this was the writer the same writer that wrote episode four also wrote episode five so it's not a two-parter but it's, same writer and director. Yeah, same writer and director are tackling this, this uh, next two episodes, or this next episode. Yeah. This episode and the next one. So I'm really interested to see, because what we saw from the scenes from the next episode is that they kind of dabble into why Henry and Sam are being pursued by Kathleen.
1: Yes, it looks like it's going to give a little bit of yeah. backstory.
0: Which I'm interested we, to see. And then we're
1: going to get into present day. Mm-hmm. Which, it was interesting because we got introduced to Henry and Sam... In kind of an odd way, but not necessarily of it was snuck way, in. They,
0: it was a way I kind of knew they were gonna go about. Yeah, because you
1: yeah. did say in the very beginning, most likely Henry and Sam were gonna be introduced at the very end because I yeah. keep talking about them. Yeah, but Henry and Sam end up sneaking up on Joel and Ellie, mm-hmm. and because Joel is spreading glass all over the place, yeah, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, like I'm gonna hear it. like if anybody tries to sneak in on us, mm-hmm. I'll hear it. And, you know, Ellie's making fun of him, kind of going like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you should sleep on your left hand side mm-hmm. because, you know, you really can't hear good on your right. Yeah. Like, you have you, bad hearing on your right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ellie tells him a joke about diarrhea, <laughs> Yeah, which is great. It's a great joke. Yeah. And uh, Joel finds it funny. They end up falling asleep. And Joel, and, they, and Joel wakes up with a gun in his face from a little kid. <laughs> and, you know, and the, the, the episode ends. So I'm interested to seeing how that works out. How they're gonna kind of go like, okay, cool. How they're gonna prove to them that they're we're not
0: gonna spoil the whole Henry and Sam arc. Yes, because if you haven't, if you played the game, you know what I mean. If you haven't, we'll just save it for when that happens. Because I'm
1: sure they're gonna tackle
0: it in the next two episodes. In the next two episodes. Yeah, yeah. because we know that um, they are a main point in the arc of Joel and Ellie's story. but as of like how the showrunners are going to do it, it'll be interesting if they do wrap that up in one episode. And I hope they don't rush it.
1: I don't think they will. I think that they're probably going to finish off Kansas City because this was episode four. This is episode
0: four? I believe we have ten
1: episodes. We have ten. Let
0: me do a quick little. Let's see.
1: But you know, we have a lot of episodes coming up, and if the bloater is coming up in the fir- in you know fi- in episode
0: five, yeah. That's pretty early. Yeah. So let's see. What's up? So okay, Wikipedia usually is good And giving you like an episode list. Yeah, giving me about an episode list. Episodes. Here we go. Yeah, episodes. Scroll all the way down. oh uh, okay, So okay. Nine. So nine episodes. Uh, so Endure the next one is called Endure and Survive. Kin would Ken. probably be when they meet Tommy up. Ooh, Left Behind is going to be directed by Neil Drunkman or, Di- or Drunkman. Druckmann. Druckmann, which is the the creator of the show. So usually when the creator of the show or written, or is it if it, if it's written, then yeah, oh it's written. Okay, usually when that happens, it's it's usually a good a good episode. And uh,
1: when we are in need, and then mm-hmm. to be announced on the last one. Yeah, I think that's because it might be a spoiler. That's why. probably. So I'm interested too because I'm I'm bl- I, I'm pretty sure that in episode six we're gonna meet Tommy, which was interesting because one of the main characters kathleen's main yeah, he, her main her body. Like second in command her second in command the is the voice actor for tommy, tommy
0: which, which is cool cuz once he once they pointed that out and we heard him talk we're like that is tommy yeah that's tommy yeah, that's tommy. awesome and you said you liked his uh, aesthetic look i just too. liked his fit yeah. like i love i loved his aesthetic yeah. of just him having this like gray
1: long hair yeah. like him graying this blonde beard mm-hmm. But being super fit yeah. and like having like all this he military. Was like, he
0: was like post apocalyptic zaddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he looked good. Yeah. He looked good. And then he had like
1: the machine gun and he was just yeah. like going down like that. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, oh man, I love I love his whole aesthetic. His yeah. whole aesthetic is dope. <laughs> I love him. But I and you know what? And that's another thing I really like about the show mm-hmm. of we're just gonna get the voice actors and we're gonna just plop them into places. Yeah.
0: I know the voice actress that plays Ellie in the game is gonna play Ellie's mom. In, in an the show. episode. So in, I'm assuming
1: yeah. I think that's probably either going to be in the season finale or some some time around then.
0: Yeah, it might be a fl- obviously it's going to be a flashback. Yeah. Uh so it's it's a it's
1: it's probably when she cuz they said that Ellie was born and then she was given immediately away to the uh Fedra. Yeah, Fedra. So I'm assuming the mom that would be interesting if they, if their explanation is the mom got bitten. Oh. While she was giving birth, or she was about to give birth.
0: That's why she's uh, immune to it. And that's why
1: she's immune to it.
0: She It'd got be interesting it. if they she go about that, that route. Or, I don't know, the showrunners like to make things up. Like they said, you know, if we can find a way to tell the story better in this changes, we're going to do it. Yeah. If not, we're going to stick to how the game is. So, I'm. For, I'm they, could, they could do it where maybe Ellie's mom is alive. Maybe and Who we don't knows? know. It's going to be a, th- a twist. Maybe, maybe she's
1: maybe she's in charge of the fireflies in a different area or something. No, that'd be I don't interesting. Know. I don't that'd see. be interesting. We'll see what's going on. Yeah. But uh, just so, just so that way we can kind of move on. Let us know how you guys felt yeah. about uh, the Last of Us. Mm-hmm. See how exactly you uh, you know what do you guys think of this new episode? How do mm-hmm. you f- how do you like the way that they're changing things up? Yeah. Uh, I personally, I really like it. I like the I like the things that they're doing and everything else. Um, finally. Just so that we can, to close out the show, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about DC Studios.
0: I think we both wanted to talk. I about. really wanted to talk about <laughs> DC Studios. Well, with J- the announcement on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, it was a lot. That it was, was so thing.
1: funny though because we all kept joking that James Gunn was going to wait until the last minute. Well, yeah, that's a big, the because yeah. f- he said at the end of January I'm going <laughs> to release an announcement of the of the beginning slate. Yeah. And then everybody's like, "Watch, he's gonna and he's gonna do it right on the thirty first, yeah. and he's gonna release it right then, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be like the last minute, and you know it's gonna be a whole thing." Which, and, and I thought it, I didn't think it
0: was, you know but what, you know what? I don't blame him because at the same time, you know, you you have his first chapter, yeah, and it is a it's not a lot lot, but it is pretty interesting the direction they're going about it. We'll, we'll talk you, about what Can you it is. scroll
1: up? Because what, what did he call it? He called it the... Gods and Monsters yeah, chapter. Yeah, he called it Gods and Monsters chapter.
0: But uh, he did clarify on some stuff. So it was like a YouTube... Uh, it was a video that he made and it was basically, uh, you know, he said, like, I know you guys have been waiting for this, so this is the slate for... Half the slate. Half the slate. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not even the full slate I mean for this chapter. Slate. This is
1: going to be 2023 to 2024.
0: Okay. And he said this is going to be part of a eight to ten year span with it cut up to chapters. With chap, This first chapter being Gods and Monsters, which I like. I like that he's taking the aspect of Marvel, but not calling it a phase. Each, each chapter each chapter has a theme.
1: But I like the idea of it's like a
0: book. Yeah.
1: Oh, we're going to have these things that happen mm-hmm. throughout th- throughout this chapter mm-hmm. and then we're going to get to chapter two. Yeah. And then that's going to pull in what's going on from chapter one while mm-hmm. expanding. Then chapter three is going to happen and then you're going to have like these full on, mm-hmm. you know, things.
0: So again, uh, I think you know, We're not saying that this is like the indefinite way. This is just me and Nick's opinion, because yes. I, I think we're a little bit biased because we're both DC boys. We are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that's why me and him are more, I guess, on the positive side of this. There are actually some people that I've talked to, so a few of my customers that are not thrilled. I shouldn't say that, but they're not... They don't have the full faith in James Gunn like you and I do. Here's my thing. Yeah.
1: I get it. We... As DC fanboys, DC lovers, Mm -hmm. uh, especially of the movies and of the screen, um, we're like abused children. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, we're like it's kind of like like mom keeps on getting a new boyfriend, and they haven't really been good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you know the the boyfriend will just. You know, just drink and just, you know, spout out nonsense weird nonsense, and then we just accept it. Yeah, we just
1: kind of accept it. And yeah. We go, well, <laughs> that's the best we got yeah. right
0: now. And once in a while we'll get those ones that are like, you know, oh yeah, you know what? That was a cool dude. You know, that was like, a cool dude. Yeah. And he's only
1: there for like a week. Well, I just hope he
0: sticks around, which yeah is, you know, like, <laughs> but uh, or, uh, what was it? We get the those crazy ones that are on meth, yeah, and, sh- <laughs> and, and 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 they're like, always, you know, you know what? you don't have to call me your dad. You just call me your uncle, yeah, you know?
1: or uh, what was it? yeah, th- those are the ones that are like, oh, I got all these ideas, and then
0: Superman's like Jesus,
1: and then, like he's... <laughs> Yeah, and, and Batman's just murdering everybody, and Dark Side's gonna take over the Earth. And
0: hold on, <laughs> yeah, woo. <laughs> 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 and,
1: and which a Martian Manhunter is Martha. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> you know, you know, you're, you you should really accept this because your mom really liked this idea. Yeah, your mom really <laughs> liked this idea last night. Uh, you know. So okay, so with that being said, <laughs> we got but this chapter called Gods and Monsters. So James Gunn also said that um, films like joker and elseworlds and and batman 2 along with teen titans go are in a separate pocket universe of its own thing called elseworlds like he said and that though he did clarify though that movies like shazam blue beetle and aquaman that come out before are essentially connected but later on will be brought in later. That's a thing because these are characters that we're, they are we're not, not considering.
1: We're, yeah, we're not necessarily putting them, we're not gonna, there's a reason to go watch them so yeah. do not not watch them because yes. I had because I had a feeling that's what a lot of people were gonna do. That was a, for no, Aquaman and Aquaman for a lot of these was was a lot of people were going. Well, what was the point of me watching them? Yeah. Like they're not connected to anything. Yeah, and you know they're if they're, they're just gonna, gonna be, get white. Yeah,
0: they're just gonna be not part of the new DCU. Yeah,
1: and I think that was also the benefit of inside of Aquaman and also because Jason Momoa has also been saying too. He's like, oh, I'm here to stay. Like mm-hmm. I am going to be yeah. playing Aquaman. And no one's gonna tell me I'm not. Yeah. Like I like I feel like that's kind of the attitude he had when he talked yeah. to James mm-hmm. when he talked to James Gunn and them. But I think that's kind of interesting though, because technically you can still do that because he was in Peacemaker. Yeah.
0: Because Peacemaker's gonna be around. He's, yes. Oh yeah. His Suicide Squad and his Peacemaker show are still gonna be connected to the DCU. Because the only ones that we didn't see yeah. were Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Superman. and uh which the or just as
1: Superman and uh what's that? cyborg those yeah. are the only four mm-hmm. that we really didn't see they were the flash and also aquaman right? yeah. two that we saw.
0: Which he said that the Flash movie is a really good superhero movie. He said it's one of the best movies he's ever seen. And he that will be resetting. That will be the kernel to reset the DC universe. So that's
1: going to be the first step. Yeah,
0: in resetting the DC universe. And then after that, we are going to get a list. We're going to get movies and animation and games that are all connected. To the new DCU, which I thought was interesting, because he then sa- he also said that if
1: they played him in the very in they, if they played them in the movie, yeah. they're playing them in the animated yeah. in their animated shows, and, and he, they're also going to be playing them in their sh- in their
0: uh, in their video games. Yeah, which is an interesting step that he. I think that putting them into the video games is going to be not difficult, but in a really that's a n- interesting note that he wanted to push, and I wonder why he wanted to do that i wonder what games are going to be coming out that's the thing because I, I it's not going to because that's something that marvel is not doing is connecting video games, video games animation. To, to the to the mcu that's and the animation thing. as well and animation because i mean they,
1: they kind of are including what if yeah but they're dabbling they're just kind of pulling mm. what they want and they're not you really saying the whole thing is yeah. canon because uh, they have the agent carter thing but you know We'll see what's going on. I like yeah. it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what that means for coming up for their video games, yeah, and everything. Um,
0: so yeah, let's get into the actual film slate. So with the film projects, the first one that was the on, the one that's going to be coming out in July 2025. Yes, will be Superman Legacy, and that is written by Gunn himself, and it focused on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage. With his human upbringing, which again a lot of people didn't really are not don't really care in my in my um, talking about it um, because again they're like well we just got Man of Steel why not just use Henry Cavill because we got that all in Man of Steel we did but I feel like he wants to focus more on a younger Superman he wants to build up from Clark. Being a you know obviously from Kansas and then becoming Superman. The tricky thing is is also Henry Cavill is in his forties.
1: Like yeah, he's getting he's getting he. When we first when they first hired Henry Cavill, he was in like his early thirties. Yeah, Henry Cav- Henry Cavill has had the Superman title for the last yeah. ten to fifteen years.
0: And, you know, some people say, like, "Oh, why don't just you, you know hire a younger actor then?" Well, that's not the case. It's just I think James Gunn has a vision of what he wants to do with Superman. He wants the the younger version to grow up yeah with the audience
1: yeah and i and you know he's not wrong about that that's that's a great it's a great idea it's Mm -hmm. exactly what we got from like smallville or Mm -hmm. any of these other superman you know properties is we got to see superman grow up Mm -hmm. and you know really
0: combat what's going on in the world um again i i have complete faith in james gunn he's a great writer he shows that in both the suicide squad and peacemaker um he, he knows how to grab you and love characters so much. And also get characters that no one likes. Yeah. And make you like them. That's the thing. He's really good at that. And I'm really interested to see what he wants to do with Superman because, you know, um, again, I'm just, I'm, I'm completely excited for Superman legacy. I want to, I really, really want to love this Superman. I didn't really, because I'm not a huge Superman fan. I don't know if you're a huge Superman fan in general.
1: I like, I, I, I. I like Superman like I like John Cena. <laughs> you know, John yeah. Cena they're, they're cool at first yeah. and then eventually they get boring because everybody is just waiting for them to show up in order to solve the day, yeah. to save the day. And you know, I I was telling you the other day, yeah. I uh, in, I think like in a pod in an episode or two, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of my my idea for a great Superman movie yeah. would be a Clark Kent movie where he's trying to do like uh all the president's men where he's trying to figure out yeah. like a conspiracy and you know it's all about clark kent doing this investigative uh, investigative journalism yeah and you know he's he figures i can actually do more as clark kent than i can as superman yeah or uh you know or like a spotlight kind of movie with mm-hmm. superman in it
0: yeah like that would be kind of cool <laughs> yeah definitely um that's the thing and I didn't really I think for me I didn't really care for Superman until I saw Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel Zack Snyder really did a good job of making me, you know, care for Superman. For me personally, I don't like overpowered characters. I I feel like they're super hard to write or godlike characters in general.
1: I feel like the only thing that Zack Snyder did that I didn't really like is he really put his thumb on that whole he's he's a Jesus parody. Yeah, and that was and that really took away from the whole thing of like he needs to suffer, mm-hmm. or he needs to do anything like like the whole idea of Pa can't just sacrificing himself into a tornado. Yeah, and it, it's like oh yeah, let me I like you can't expose yourself, so mm-hmm. don't do it. Like uh, in, in all fairness, in every other medium, everybody always says Superman is so fast he looks like a blur. Yeah, like you wouldn't be able to tell that it was Superman. Mm-hmm. So in reality, like you could have. Had a blur shoot past and mm-hmm. then and then Clark or Clark run the other way because he can't yeah can't take it and then mm-hmm. blur in and then take his dad out and get, like that was weird like yeah. those are just weird choices that
0: Zack Snyder made because they were like oh yeah he needs to learn how to die mm-hmm. and stuff mm. yeah it, uh, he made his Superman very depressing. And it was it was interesting, but at the same time, it just it kept going throughout like both I Justice see, League, I want to see Dawn Superman enjoy being Superman. Yeah, I want him, him to be happy, happy
1: and plucky. That's the thing. I want him to be overly plucky. So that way, when he meets a Batman, yes, Batman is so annoyed by him. Yeah, because so that's annoyed some of the how gr- positive he is. Because that's so great mm-hmm. of like the of the contrast between the two in the mm-hmm. comics. Of when Superman is super happy and mm-hmm. he's all about like bright and like mm-hmm. this is the right thing to do and everything else mm-hmm. and like everything is black and white to him. Mm-hmm. And then you meet, and then he then becomes best friends with a character who just sees everything in gray. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I don't know how everything is in Metropolis, mm-hmm. but in Gotham. Mm-hmm. No, that yeah. does not work. Yeah. Like, you can't do that in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I feel like that's where those contrasts really... When everybody just sees the world in gray, then, you know, it
0: just becomes boring. Yeah. And everything else. So, let's move on to... To uh, a team that no one really knows, or some people knew, if you're a hardcore DC fan, is called The Authority. Now, this is another one that James Gunn is standing by that he is super excited for, and this is another movie he's writing. Uh, It basically features the characters of Wildstorm, which we'll talk about in a bit. Characters will join the DCU as members of the Authority to take matters into their own hands to do what they believe is right. Now, I don't know if this is like another type of Suicide Squad, but basically, you know, um, what is it? Uh, The Authority was established, was created. This is the comic books. In 1999 it was created as a team of superheroes who got the job done and by means any means necessary. necessary. So it is essentially like I'm so I'm going off of that they are like the suicide squad but instead they are more of like a group of superheroes that will do whatever they can. There's no Justice League motto it's like but, we don't kill, we don't harm other people. But you know what I don't I actually
1: like that idea of the world has had superheroes before we there's been teams before the justice league uh you know because then we have the doom patrol over here we have the authority over here we have you know we have all these other um you know teams that are kind of spread out all over the place Mm -hmm. which would make things interesting when they finally make a justice league yeah and then superman batman wonder woman and everybody else go everybody else now reports into us yeah like all of you guys are now honorary justice league members Mm -hmm. And you have the Justice League resources, you have the Bat credit card, you have everything that you possibly could need to facilitate your superheroing. Mm -hmm. What do you guys need? And everything is going to be coming through the Watchtower. And I think that would be really interesting for an overall
0: thing, like an overall kind of spanning, you know, storyline. So I will say that um, the main, no- the well-known characters of the Authority, you have both Apollo, which is essentially the sun god, mm-hmm. and then you have Midnighter, which is another character that's beloved in the DC universe. Uh, he is a hold on, let me see. He was in the series called Stormwatch, and let me see. I know that he is a gay character, and he's essentially he has the ability to tempt. He Endures pain temporarily. Enhance physical attributes. Uh, he can exhilarate his heart rate. Or, yeah. Master of combat. He's stealth. He's also a good weapon expert as well, too. See,
1: that's the thing, though, is that I feel like this team's going to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. This is an interesting team. That's the thing. Midnighter has taken on to people like Batman, Nightwing, uh, most yeah. of the Bat family and stuff have like that. I've all met the Night... i all met him. or yeah. all dealt with him. And uh, another characters like the Doctor, the Doctor. Uh, you also have the engineer. Also,
1: yeah, also known as the Shaman. Mm-hmm. And then You have the Maker. You have Grifter, which is a
0: originally was a Jim Lee character created for Image, but now is now part yeah. of the DC universe. He is like an assassin, a mercenary. He's like another. He's like a, <laughs> a low budget Deadpool and Deathstroke. But yes, he is still a pretty interesting character. Um, yeah, so that's like so that's. Um, Essentially the authority, they are basically a group of superheroes that just don't have any rules at all, which is interesting. That's yeah, thing. and I,
1: I, I go, if you can go back to the uh, mm-hmm. DC announcement
0: yeah. tab, um,
1: I, I do think that that was just going to be, that's going to be a very interesting kind of story mm-hmm. because you, ha- you don't have a Superman yet. You don't have yeah. anything else. You don't have a Batman. You don't really have these, this Justice League rule mm-hmm. of we don't kill. Yeah. And I always did like that. I, I like the idea of they don't kill they, they try their best to yeah. be better mm-hmm. than everybody else. And I know it's from the comic books mm-hmm. and for the comic book code and everything else where they were like, okay, well we don't we, we don't show them killing. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to they, they hurt or they wound, yeah. but they always take them to jail at the end. Mm-hmm. And I always do like the idea of, you know, Batman and Superman being smart enough or being Ingenuity, which are having enough ingenuity to go, I don't need to kill. Yeah. I can, I, if I kill, then I'm no better than the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So we need to be better than them. Yeah. And that's always Superman's kind of like code. Mm-hmm. And I really do want to see that inside of this new generation, uh, this new
0: kind of forum. Which I think going we're going to get, um, which I'm really interested to see, especially with this new, with this new, uh, next announcement of this movie called The Brave and the Bold which is essentially a new Batman movie that we'll be getting. Yes, that would be the DCU Batman. DCU Batman. Now, this is not to be confused with Robert Pattinson's Batman. Again, that is another Elseworld storyline that doesn't focus on the main um, continuity of what James Gunn's planning, which I'm happy about that he's letting that still happen. He's letting Matt Reeves' Batman become a thing.
1: Yeah, apparently they had a huge meeting, and they were like, where where do I fit in your world? And then James Gunn was like, "You don't, you <laughs> don't. Like this. Don't. Is, well, I'll just be honest. You yeah. don't
0: fit in anything I'm doing." Well, it's smart because he 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 essentially can't use uh, Matt Reeves as Batman, but he knows that it is a huge money making thing. Not only everyone you, loved the Batman movie, not only that, that, but also could you imagine people mm-hmm.
1: really liking this Brave and the Bold? Mm-hmm. Everybody liking Pattinson, mm-hmm. and then one day doing Crisis oh. as a main thing, and then them meeting. That's those two thing. Batman
0: meeting. Well, that's the thing. I think we're gonna we're get, we'll get like a little sliver of that in the new Flash movie. We'll get you know Keaton Batman meeting up with Affleck Batman. I don't think they're actually gonna
1: physically meet. Mm-hmm. I think that you're gonna have the
0: Flash interacting with both of them. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think they're gonna physically meet. I think it'd be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think that would be awesome. Um, because also that really misses the mark too. Because don't get me wrong, I want to see Keaton Batman. Mm -hmm. I think that would be, I I think that's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. But in Flashpoint, the reason why it was cool was because it was Bruce's dad. Yeah. It was Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And then you have that great scene Mm -hmm. where Thomas writes Bruce a letter saying he's proud of him. Mm -hmm. And then when he goes back to his universe and things have changed Mm -hmm. and he goes back to Batman, he gives him the letter. And then Batman cries yeah. over the letter, and that's a, and it, you know and it's the first time Flash has actually seen Bruce become emotional, mm-hmm. and he you know it's like oh wow you're one hell of a messenger, yeah. and you know and that and that's a really cool moment. I I
0: don't think that you're gonna have that great of a moment mm-hmm. inside of this. Who knows? Maybe you will. We'll Who see. Knows? So with this one The Brave and the Bold will be the first introduction to our new Batman and his our new Robin. New Robin, which is not the Robin you think. It's not Dick Grayson, it is not Jason Todd, it is not Tim Drake, it is not even Stephanie Brown. It is Damian, Damian Wayne. Wayne. Our first on-screen DCU Robin is Damian Wayne. How did you feel when they announced it, Damian Wayne? I was excited. Really? I was excited that you I did, was You didn't Damian have Wayne. like, you didn't like, oh. I had my first knee-jerk reaction where I was kind of like, oh, I here, here,
1: here was the reason why I was okay with Damian yeah. Wayne. If we have Damian Wayne, mm-hmm. that means the Bat family is already there.
0: It's already established. It's no, already yeah.
1: established. Mm-hmm. Batman's probably been Batmanning for like maybe 10 Ten to fifteen years, yeah. give or take. Mm-hmm. So he's probably like in his thirties. Yeah, uh, he's already taken in a Batman. He's already taken in a, uh, two, like two, maybe three Robins. Yeah, um, I would be okay if all the Robins are doing their own thing, mm-hmm. and you're introduced to it, it, where this movie is Batman and the Bat Family, where it's just
0: so. So James Gunn did say that he is he wants to introduce the first on-screen Bat Family. And but I that's think that's what he's focusing on. In and it, I think Batman that would be a lot of fun because yeah.
1: honestly, I feel that everybody knows that Batman has a Robin. Yeah, I don't think that everybody knows that Batman has so many Robins. Yeah, where you know he has Robins, he has Batgirls, mm-hmm. he has Batwomen, that. You know, he has bat wings, he has yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. that there's such a large bat family yeah. that they really are like a family mm-hmm. where, like, some of them get along, some of them don't. Others hate each other.
0: So S- uh, You have these, like, weird characters. So it's, so it's interesting that they're going about that route of a more established bat family. We're going to get a Batman that's been doing Batman for a while. Um, but it's not a, it's not an older Batman. I mean, he essentially wants to do younger characters for all of his DC characters. So we are getting a younger Superman. Does that mean we're going to get a younger Batman or a little bit? Here's what I think. I think that Superman
1: legacy, Uh the way that you're going to do it Mm -hmm. is have us in
0: present day Mm -hmm. Superman.
1: Yeah. Reflecting on what he's
0: learned. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. And then
1: it has like a lot of flashbacks and okay. a lot of things that are kind of like, oh yeah, this is rem- like <clears throat> this reminds me of this, this reminds me of that. Yeah. And you know, the current mission that he's on mm-hmm. is reminding him of his beginnings, mm-hmm. or it's calling back to his beginnings as becoming Superman. Yeah. And then that way you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Of this is a Superman that's been around for a little while. Uh-huh. I'm listening. And he has this, you know, and he has this legacy character that's coming up. And, you know, you can have him kind of reflect on that.
0: Sorry, I'm looking for a
1: comic book. That's why. What you, Which one are you looking for? Oh,
0: no, for the next one that's going to be coming up. That's why. Oh. This one's actually based off an actual comic the book. The Woman of Tomorrow? The Woman of Tomorrow. But... It's,
1: uh, before that, I do think that that's going to be, and I think that would be kind of cool, yeah. you know, because that way you can have your cake and eat it too, of having a Superman that's been around for a little while, Yeah. and then he's reminiscing about the, his beginnings mm-hmm. and what his legacy is, you know, now he that he's actually becoming the Man of Steel, and I think that would be interesting. What about if they were giving Superman the key to the city, mm-hmm. and he's reflecting on,
0: Oh, how he got there.
1: How did I get here? Yeah.
0: No, that's actually really cool. I kind of hope that's the direction they go. Yeah. Um, for me, when I heard about Damien Wayne as Robin, I wasn't thrilled. But the thing is, it's because initially I don't like Damien as a I like character. Damien. I do like Damian. I'm, I'm not, I, I really hate the whole notion of people liking DC characters, certain DC characters, because they are darker, they kill people, they're. More Damian aggressive. doesn't really kill though. He's no, but, aggressive. Well, he's yeah. aggressive, but he does. He's an assassin, and yes. that's why everyone likes him. That's the thing. That's why some people like Jason Todd as well too. You know, he's not. I'm more. I guess I'm more of. I like the characters that are very boy scout ish. That's why my favorite Robin is Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson. I love Dick Grayson. I love his moral compass. I love his code and stuff like that. I think because I can relate with that more. See,
1: but I, I, and I really do. Cause what about? And that's a crazy idea too. Mm-hmm. If you have a Batman who isn't necessarily retiring, but if you went more towards Batman Incorporated, oh, of, okay. instead of it being Batman, we have Dick Grayson as mm-hmm. Batman.
0: Oh, that'd be cool. I would really like that if that's the case, because one of the greatest things about Damian Wayne is that his first like introduction to being Robin was when date uh, Dick. Dick Grayson was Batman.
1: Well, because Batman dies mm-hmm. and then... You have the battle for the Mm cowl, which
0: is great. It's a great story.
1: Then you have Dick finally taking up the mantle, Mm -hmm. you know, begrudgingly. Yeah.
0: And then taking on uh, his first Robin, which is Damian Wayne. Which is
1: Damian because that was Bruce's. Bruce had just taken
0: him in. Yeah. And he wasn't Robin right away. That's the thing. Tim Drake was still Robin at the time. Um, but you had Damien kind of like in this persona of like, well, I'm I'm the next in line to become Batman because yeah. it is, I am a Wayne. I am, I the, am son, the son. Yeah, I am the son of Batman. I'm blood. yeah. I Batman should
1: yeah. be inherited. Yeah. By by family. Yeah. And, that and
0: he's he's been trained his whole life to fight and to kill. But you could tell that that's not. It's it's a it's an interesting constant back and forth between both. Well, I Batman I I always loved Robin. the
1: idea of Damian Wayne kind of going like I was trained by Ra's Al Ghul. Yeah, I was trained by the head of the demon. He's my grandfather. He's my grandfather, yeah. and my father is Batman. Yeah, my mother is, Bruce is Talia. Wayne. Al Ghul. And like him having all these other things, and yeah. he, him going like I have this lineage. Mm-hmm. Also, I was trained by the head of the demon. Mm-hmm. I deserve to be Batman. Mm-hmm. And then Dick Grayson always beating Damian. Yeah, and going like. My parents were trapeze artists. Mm-hmm. My dad is
0: Batman well, and he
1: whooped yeah. your grandfather every time they fought. It
0: was really cool cuz there was a see there's a story arc where Damian Wayne, I think it was in the beginning of the New 52 where Damian Wayne goes after each pass Robin and he's just going up the ladder. He goes after Tim Drake. He beats him up and takes something of his and stuff. Yeah. He goes after Jason Todd and ta- it beats him up as well too. He takes takes one of guns, of his guns right? takes one of his guns. And he gets to Dick Grayson and he's ready to fight. He's charging at him and Dick is like he has one of his batons. And he goes, What is this? He goes, That's what you wanted, right? A trophy of your Of your you, win? Of your win? Well here. That's it. You know, we don't have to fight. I'll give it to you if that's the case. And I just love that. Where, I loved where just Richard was like, we don't have to fight.
1: Richard yeah. is the greatest big brother. Yeah, that you could ever mm-hmm. like really want, and yeah. I all, and that's the reason why I really like their Batman Robin, mm-hmm. because that be, because that, that's kind of what they became. They mm-hmm. became brothers, mm-hmm. and even when Batman comes back, and then you know Dick, I mean, and then Dick goes back to being Nightwing, Gatling, yeah. and Batman comes back, and then Damien follow, falls in mm-hmm. with uh, Bruce. He hates it. Mm -hmm. He really doesn't like being with Bruce. He's like,
0: I miss being teamed up with Dick. Yeah, and it's something that follows throughout the whole history of, uh, what is it, uh, Damien and Richard's careers as superheroes because there's a point where even uh, Damien stops being you know, Batman's Robin, Bruce Wayne's Robin and just goes off on his own. And he goes to be the Titans. And he goes, he goes, goes with Titans, in with the Titans and then there's also a time when I think it was like after Alfred died, he goes off on his own just to become a, his own little superhero and Richard comes up to him, he goes, Listen, you know, Bruce you're you're not Bruce's Robin. You're my, my Robin. Robin. Yeah. You're my Robin. You're my first Robin and I have a you know a um A relationship with you that I feel like I need to protect you and I need to be there for you and stuff like that. And it's so great. It's so, that's such a good dynamic and I hope they don't explore that, but I hope they bring in Richard Grayson in this new Batman movie, or at least establish Nightwing. I feel like you have to,
1: I feel like if you just have Dick Grayson and he's there, I feel like you need that you need that conflict yeah. between the two because that is some of the best conflicts between Damien Wayne mm-hmm. is the conflict between the brothers. Because yeah. that is what it is. It's yeah. conflict between four brothers. Mm-hmm. Of Damien's fighting with Jason, mm-hmm. and then Jason's fighting with Tim, and then mm-hmm. Tim is taking Dick Grayson's side mm-hmm. it's all about an argument or about like how to take on this bad guy. Yeah. And then like it's always really funny whenever they're like, oh, all right. Whatever we do, we're not telling Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great because, like, in
0: in the Nightwing comic book that I'm reading right now, in the new run, it's so great. It's so beautiful. There's a there's actually a Bat Family chat text text text, text chat text, text chat, and it's so great. You get to see it in the comic book. And there's one part when uh, Dick Grayson gets inherited some money from Alfred after he dies, so he becomes like a new a billionaire. billionaire. And he's, <laughs> he goes with Barbara. Barbara and him are trying to reestablish their relationship. They go off and they get food. And they go to a pizza stand and stuff. And there's like two just street kids that walk by him. And he's walking up. He goes, I'll take uh, I'll take uh, two slices of pizza, please. She goes, wait, you're a billionaire. Like, why are you ordering two? He goes, you're right. Four slices of pizza, <laughs> please. And, stuff. and he reaches for his wallet. And he he's like padding. And he himself. can't find it? He can't find it. She goes, don't tell me that someone don't just yeah just someone someone just pit pocking you right now she goes don't tell the family and she goes and she's on her phone she goes i already did and, stuff. <laughs> and it's so good you see like everyone just text chat and texting the like group. somebody just robbed Bar- yeah, Robin. <laughs> say, Hey, uh, someone just robbed a uh, dick right now and then tim drake comes back comes comes to bloodhaven and he sees dick after that whole incident and stuff and he goes hey uh, this is a <laughs> a present from uh, from Bruce, and he opens it up. It's a it's a chained wallet. <laughs> he goes, so <laughs> so so they don't lose your next one. He yeah, goes, you know, that's I'm great. So good, and I love that in the comics now they are establishing the fan the Bat Family in that way, and that they're 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 just a real they're they're a, they're an oddball group. It's an oddball group, and it's its own little separate thing. And like I'm, I'll be happy just to have that, but um, yeah, I'm really excited. So to see what the Brave and the Bold will hold. In this, I'm I'm wondering if we're going to just get, you know, how they're going to introduce Damien. Who are they going to cast, you know, as this new Batman? Some people are saying they want Jensen Eccles because he voices the Batman. Jensen Eccles
1: as a Batman would be
0: awesome. He's, you know what? He fits the age where I would believe, yeah, he is not too young, but he's not too old of to that be Batman. A, like
1: Batman's been around. Right. He's been around for a little while, yeah. but he's not super old. Mm-hmm. And you know he's got some he's got some city miles yeah. on him, and he can really pull off that playboy. Yeah, and he's fun. He's fun. Jesse Nichols loves to have fun. Well, not only that, but also I think that a lot of the times there's a there's a lot of moments inside of in the movies that they don't capture mm-hmm. the fact that Batman does have a sense of humor. Does like he yeah. he is kind of funny. Yeah, like he's funny, and he likes making fun of especially the Bat family. Yeah, like yeah. he loves making fun of the Robins. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's hilarious mm-hmm. when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Or uh, what was it? Or even inside the video game, the the uh, Gotham Knights that just oh, came out, yeah. mm-hmm. where all of them are making fun of Bruce because he's being uber serious in this like yeah. funeral mm-hmm. video that mm-hmm. he's taking, and they're mm-hmm. they're all behind him just
0: going like, "I'm Batman," yeah, yeah. and they're all like, oh, super serious, yeah." yeah. So great. I'm, I'm so I'm hoping they get someone that is can do both. They can do yes. lighthearted, but then also very stern and serious. We'll see. We'll see in the in the next few years to come. That moving forward, we get our first Supergirl movie, which is Woman of Tomorrow. This science fiction adventure. I actually didn't notice that it said Grant. Moore. They're basing it off
1: of Grant Morrison. Oh yeah, his, his introduction. Gra- to- That's to uh,
0: Grayson and, and Jason Todd. Yeah. So, so they might be. They might be. Which would be interesting. That's another thing too. Uh, this. So in the super in the Supergirl series, uh, it will be based on Tom King's amazing award winning recent comic stories. Presents a Supergirl viewers are not used to seeing. So in this one, uh, so in the storyline of Woman of Tomorrow, instead of uh, Supergirl being shot out to Krypton before it gets destroyed, is that she does get shot out, but then is stranded on a asteroid, and she's stuck, and she's already in, like, uh, like of age. She's not younger. She's not older. She's, like, you know, a 20, teenager. She's yet. already, like, 1820. 1820. And she sees Krypton gets destroyed. Oh. She witnesses it. And it starts affecting her, and then she gets, then she crashes down to earth, and then we meet her with Superman and stuff like that. And she's very, very um, uh, dark, but she's very. Isn't um, that
1: the uh, the one with Dark Side? They,
0: yes. They, they they recently
1: did a, uh,
0: a mo- uh, uh,
1: animated movie about it.
0: Yes, with uh, I think that's what they loosely based it on with Tom King's. Tom King is a good writer. He's very interesting. Um, He's he's written so many good stories along the way. He's written he's written stuff for like Rorschach for the Watchmen uh, yeah. comic book. Also a lot of stuff for Black series as well too. Because they did that for the super for the Supergirl movie that came
1: out mm-hmm. pretty recently. I remember watching mm-hmm. it where she comes down. She has like PTSD, mm-hmm. and then Darkseid tries to recruit her, mm-hmm. and they go to Themyscira to train her. Yeah. On how to fight and mm-hmm.
0: how to use her powers properly so that's where I think it's loosely gonna be based off of you know her world views are much more she's much more cynical when it comes to um, how she sees the world and how she sees earth and stuff like that she's very jaded I she's think it's also
1: I think it's also uh, she sees how futuristic and how ahead Mm-hmm. Krypton was. Yeah, and she remembers, and she was. remembers how Krypton was, mm-hmm. where when she lands, it's very much like, oh, I I landed in the I landed in the prehistoric
0: era. Yeah, like there there on Krypton, we were more advanced than this. We were ma- way more advanced. Mm-hmm. Oh, these
1: monkeys don't don't know how to do yeah. specific things, or you know, they, these things, are, they don't have the right tools or the robots or anything like that so i'm interested in seeing it i think that supergirl is a story that we don't get often and that isn't portrayed enough enough Mm -hmm. uh melissa benoist just finished off her tenure as supergirl oh she she finished it off at the cw Mm -hmm. about two years ago with Mm -hmm. hers and that was pretty cool where uh supergirl you know she what she she did her whole thing and everything like that, and you know you have this thing where she grows up on su- on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, from being a young girl. And uh, I actually really like that one because Bob Kane is her dad.
0: Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah,
1: wow. I mean for uh, not Bob Kane, uh, Dean
0: Kane. Oh, Dean, Dean K- Kane. Oh, okay. Dean Kane is
1: her dad, and then the original Supergirl
0: mm-hmm. is her mom. oh from, okay. the, from the from 80s. the 80s. Oh, from the 80s or Yeah, from the, the 80s say, Supergirl TV show. Smallville. Didn't they have the actress that played uh, Supergirl in Smallville on that show
1: at Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. they also had um, Wonder Woman on it too. Uh, oh, that's right. Linda so they, Carter? Yeah, Linda Carter was also on it as the president. That's funny. And so <laughs> <laughs> so they have all these cool little tiny things, mm-hmm. but I, I you know, and but they did a great job on, you know, showing how cool Supergirl could be yeah. from Superman. And you know, I I I really want to see them pull off Supergirl really, really well. Mm -hmm. They're already having her inside the Flash. The only thing I'm kind of iffy about is I'm wondering if whether or not this Supergirl
0: is going to be our new Supergirl. So we'll see, I guess, in the end of the Flash movie. We'll see if they decide to keep this Supergirl, and that's who they use for this one. Um, Because it seems like she... She's the so the Supergirl in the Flash series or in the Flash movie is more of like the Superman in Flashpoint yes. comic book, where she crash lands and then the government found her, keep her under wraps yes. for so many years and stuff like that. So that's the direction they're going with for at least Supergirl in the Flash movie. Yes. So we'll see where they go. Maybe they'll recast her in this one. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the only thing though is that
1: that's the problem with this entire thing though is that there's a lot of actors who are. You know, they were like, "Man, I can't wait to play more Supergirl or well, more original, Batman." Yeah, and I mean, then it's going to be like, "Oh." Well, the original no idea more.
0: before the James Gunn uh, or the, even the Discovery buyout before that even happened, when the Flash movie was still in development, out, was still in development. The because uh, the director that directed the Flash movie also directed it Chapter One and Two. Yeah. He the original plan was that Supergirl and Batgirl were supposed to be replacing. Ben Affleck and Henry and Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill, as the you know world's finest. Duo. That was
1: that was also the plan in the CW as mm-hmm. well when Arrow and Flash were leaving, mm-hmm. is that he was going to be Bat Batwoman and, and Supergirl, Girl,
0: which would have been cool, but because of recent the uh, recent events of the cancellation of Batgirl, and then also with finding out Ezra Miller has a you know terrible person, and then also with Warner Brothers being bought by Discovery. Uh, a lot of things are changing up now, so we'll see where this future of Supergirl and who's going to play this Woman of Tomorrow character. And bel- then the, moving on. And then the last thing is just going to be and, Swamp Thing. Yeah, Swamp Thing. That's pretty much it. If you don't know Swamp Thing, he is a you know a creature, a dark creature with dark stories. He was introduced by Alan Moore. He wrote the early renditions of Swamp Thing. If you don't know Alan Moore, he also wrote Watchmen, Fever Vendetta, and stuff like that. So he's a very dark, he's dark character. Weird. <laughs> he's mostly beer yeah. He yeah. doesn't want to acknowledge anything that gets adapted to yeah so he projects. probably
1: doesn't care about swamp thing yeah no. um so the television product so they're going to do pro- television projects oh, for are, HBO yeah, go just to go th- I'll be through on them HBO, yeah. yeah so it's going to be a 7 episode series of creature commanders
0: which is basically a suicide, it's suicide squad but with more weirder Characters of the DC universe. Yeah,
1: so it's going to be Amanda Waller creating a black ops team mm-hmm. out of monstrous prisoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunn is
0: going. Gunn wrote all the episodes uh, of the first season. So this is an animated show, and anyone that we see from both live action or animated will be yes in, in throughout the DC universe. I just saw that one of the characters that we'll be getting in this Creature Commandos is a um, Rick Flag Senior his dad? His dad. Yes. We're going to get Rick Flagg's father in the creature command. That's sure. interesting. So it, at any point if we see a Rick Flagg senior in a live action it'll be the He'll same, be, voice, be the same actor. voice actor, same guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then the next one is going to be
1: Waller, to mm-hmm. be Viola Davis starring series featuring a teen, which the, team. Are, the series features Team Peacemaker yeah. and will be written by uh which I'll
0: Crystal Henry. She also wrote the HBO series He's Watchmen. Watchmen. And Jeremy Carver, which also worked on Supernatural. Yeah, he's cool. He was also a a writer on Supernatural. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Another TV show that they're going to be working Mm -hmm. on is Booster Gold. Yes. Where Booster Gold is. Uh, he basically is from the future, and he he, came. He stole time. He stole. Uh, he took technology from the future Mm -hmm. that is basic technology that everybody has, Mm -hmm. then came back into the past and became a superhero using it. So basically, Booster Gold became famous. Yeah,
0: Booster Gold realizes that he doesn't have a life in the future, and he he thought the best way to become something is dress up as a superhero and go to the past and try to establish himself as a as a superhero as a superhero in present day, which is interesting. A lot of people are saying that uh, Chris Pratt might be cast as Booster Gold, and I am not Chris mad at that. Chris Pratt? I will not be mad at that, honestly. I can see that. I can see that. Chris Pratt would be a funny one Yeah, uh, to do. Or even the the actor that played Hangman wants his name in the running for a Booster Gold. Hangman uh, from uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick. He would be a... Du- I, but honestly,
1: I want him for Hal Jordan. Same. I really yeah. want him for Hal Jordan. Which is the next... Yeah, which is the next one. Next so one. So, Lanterns. Lanterns. the enormous... which are The TV series is going to be following an intergalactic core... Uh, intergalactic cops, Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan, as they uncover a dark mystery. So,
0: James Gunn has said, this is basically like True Detective, but in, in space. space yeah, in which I'm interesting. in. Yes. I'm so no. in. Because
1: yeah. True Detective is awesome. Uh, Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. they don't really get along,
0: no. In the comics? No they don't. Because John Stewart jo- is a military man. He's very stern. He's very proper. But so is Hal Jordan. But Hal but, Jordan's more of a laid back kind of guy. He's but, more well, like, The thing
1: is that he's a, he, it's okay. One is a marine and yeah. one is from the Air Force. Yes. That is that is 100%. That's a 100% the difference of John Stewart fought in a war <laughs> and how Jordan's a pilot. <laughs>
0: yeah. <absolutely. laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And that's and that that's a hundred percent it. Where John Stewart will kind of like do, like no matter what, like mm-hmm. this is what needs to get done. And I'm a military man, and we have to we have to do it like this. And he's I'm, also an
0: architect. I'm thinking it's like Lethal Weapon. Ooh, it's
1: like Hal, that. but how Hal Jordan is the rigs? No, I want I kind of want John Stewart to be rigs. Really? The only reason I want because jo- for one, mm. switch it up, but also because John Stewart is supposed to be the new the newbie. Mm. He's supposed to be the rookie cuz i could see him being the the new rookie mm-hmm. and him following everything to the mm-hmm. to the letter mm-hmm. and how jordan as being the the green lantern that's been there a while mm-hmm. and him kind of going like oh man you're so stuck up and everything mm-hmm. like that like you got to relax mm-hmm. you know that's oh i see what you
0: mean yeah like
1: he he's a veteran where yeah. he's like he's already seen some stuff he's mm-hmm. already taken on taken on parallax mm-hmm. once you know he's kind of you know he he's got a big head yeah mm-hmm. but, it, and then, but and then and how jordan's doing everything i mean jo- john stewart's doing everything to the book
0: yeah okay i'm really interested in seeing how lanterns go they um, so this will obviously i think they said Lanterns will introduce anything that happens in the more deeper space of the DC universe.
1: Well, the thing is that John Stewart and Hal Jordan, they're saying that it's taking place in Milky Way. Mm-hmm. So it's taking place in our universe, and I think like one more universe that they're in charge of. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they're technically in charge of, they're charge of our universe. Mm-hmm. So that would be like Themyscira, I mean, mm-hmm. not, not Themyscira, that would be like... Um, what was it like? All like Mars or any, yeah. th- anywhere else? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. technically the Green Lanterns are in charge of patrolling those yeah. planets mm-hmm. and everything else. And then the last one is Paradise Lost. Uh, this one is going to be in Themyscira, those, uh, the home of the Amazons and birthplace of Wonder Woman. This drama focuses on the genesis and political
0: intrigue of the island of all women. So he said this is basically like Game of Thrones. It's he like he their version of Game of Thrones, yeah. Which is interesting because House of Dragons is really good. I, uh, most of Game of Thrones was good up until the last season and stuff like that. You know what? But I'm okay with Paradise because Paradise Lost sounds like it'd be really, really interesting,
1: especially if it's just women, women. dealing with women and them yeah. dealing with the gods. Yeah because then you could start adding in those gr- that greek mythology mm-hmm. because in in DC universe the gods are real and yeah. Zeus and you know Zeus, everybody else Aries, and, yeah and yeah. them making new uh which are new amazons yeah. and everything else that really could make things pretty interesting and yeah. fun definitely So I can definitely see where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to seeing how that show kind of plays out Mm -hmm. and everything else. The last things are is that they're unsure about what's going on with um, Ezra Miller. They're saying that he's seeking help.
0: Yeah, they're really. So this Mm -hmm. is something that we don't necessarily agree with. It seems like they are not necessarily cutting him, canning him. um, But I think James Gunn has an idea of what he wants to do with Ezra Miller. I think he knows that he can't continue. I fully believe that James Good knows I can't use him in the future of the I, DC universe. I
1: there is no future for you, but mm-hmm. I can still use you in something. Yeah. I, I can there's still use for you yet, but I'm not canning the you just eas- yet. The
0: easiest solution to kinda like write off Ezra Miller is just change his change his face at the end of the Flash movie. That's hundred percent the easiest way to That's fix it. That's the this. easiest, simple and you know what? We won't question it. We wouldn't even hate it. We would be like all right, that's it. No more Ezra. Yeah, it it, it
1: would. Uh, I'm still a hundred percent on the thing of just changing into Grant Gustin, and nobody would complain.
0: No one would complain. I wouldn't care either. Just do it. That just change Ezra Miller, because honestly, he's not gonna he's not gonna sell any more movies. That's the thing. I, yeah,
1: that's the thing, though. And then the other problem is is also, uh, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi just. <sighs> He really got a lot of bad press right now and they're trying What is
0: up with DC? I don't know. Like, but that's
1: the thing though is that Zachary Levi I really I was really surprised when I heard like Zachary Levi anti-vaxer
0: yeah. and all these other things and I was like, "Oh my god, when <laughs> when was this?" like So apparently bro, there are some people that are like also talking about bad experiences with Zachary Levi. Uh, apparently, you know, they're they're talking about like same thing how uh Leah Michelle, the actress from Glee, yeah, they're saying that like, yeah, you know, uh, I just had a bad experience with him and stuff. And this is what happened. So people were like uh, one person in particular said they went to a Broadway musical. He was part of it and he wasn't nice to the audience at all after the show and stuff like that. They wanted to get his autograph. And he was very kind of like, no, sorry. guys. Yeah, yeah, See,
1: movie. but the thing is that also I feel like people. Are very demanding of those of movie mm-hmm. stars. So whenever I hear, oh, they were very rude to other people mm-hmm. and everything else, I do, you know, especially like after a long day.
0: That's the thing. And I
1: I really do take that with a grain of salt, just because of the idea of you don't know what that guy did all day. That's you don't thing. you don't know how tired he was, or
0: I, get I just want to go home. I get annoyed very easily. So I mean, people that come into the store, you know, will see. Or have witnessed my sourness at the end of the day on yeah. a long day. I'm, I'm so that's why it's like I'm at the pumped. same time. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't blame actors when they act like that. I don't. I don't. But yeah.
1: setting. But putting out like false narratives or yeah, or doing, or overstretching the truth. Yeah, because like
0: that. Uh, that was the, that was the whole controversy, right? Yeah. Zachary Levi was Zachary Levi coming so out as a anti-vaxxer. anti-vaxxer. He liked a tweet that someone said, and it was mostly it wasn't about it. Didn't necessarily said anti-vaccine. It was a tweet saying, um, "People shouldn't be forced to get the vaccine," uh, and he said, "I completely agree with this." Which again, it's not saying that he. That's he's, not yeah, saying that. Yeah, it's not saying But people, when people see that, you know, it is a big thing. And again, it's, he, he made
1: some people are making a uh, the thing is uh, the conclusion. Yeah, the
0: thing is, is that when you're a celebrity, when you have a following, when you have some sort of, you know, out, outlet. Nine times out of ten, I'm always telling myself, well, just keep that stuff to yourself. If it's going to be a problem, if you know if it's going to be a problem when you tell your opinion on certain things, people are going to take it the wrong way, regardless if it's left or right.
1: I always go with that just because it's um, Twitter seems to get people in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Just because you know, because you 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 tweet stuff that is like on the top of your head, and then you're like, this is a good tweet, and then you know it's gonna get re- it's gonna get re- retweets, yeah. mm-hmm. or it's gonna get shared or something like that because it's kind of controversial, and everything like well, that. The same and, then, thing,
0: and I said in the group chat, the same thing happened with the actress that plays Shuri. Yeah, she is. She she went to an anti-vaxer rally and she held production for the Black Panther 2 because she wouldn't get vaccinated right away. If anything, that's worse. That is worse. That's far worse. That's worse than start than like, you know, tweet. Yeah. But the thing is is that everyone just kind of like forgot about they that. They swept that under the rug. And um, which is funny because you know it just shows you how how long that will last. It'll you know it's, it's gonna blow over. It's gonna blow over
1: are, by the movie coming. Because that out. was the, that was the thing though is that people were putting Zachary Levi in the same uh, in the same breath as uh, what was it, as Ezra Miller, and I was uh, like, whoa whoa, no, whoa, 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 hey, hey, hey.
0: There's a difference hey. from, <laughs> from like gaslighting minors. To just liking a tweet on Twitter, yeah, a that, there's a huge difference. Yeah, that's a huge. <laughs> you you, <laughs> you just like he, can, he you kidnapped le- someone. You <laughs> leaked two different factions, <laughs> like of, of of just you know terribleness in people. <laughs> he, he kidnapped a child. He kidnapped a child from a reserv- from a reservation village and stuff. Yeah, and, and then brought
1: her back like three months later. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, oh you can have her back now. Like,
0: oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and didn't constantly assaulted a married couple throughout, yeah. in, in Hawaii and stuff, and um, like beat up like a bunch of patrons there or like refused to pay their pay your bill. What we're saying is that you shouldn't necessarily put them in the same breath. Put them in the same breath, and then also just jump at someone's throat when they state an opinion, depending on what that. Is. What that statement is? Because I do understand. I'm not
1: saying that I agree with what he with what the tweet said. Yeah, but I do understand the point of view of. It is your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. Me and Brian have
0: talked about that in the early editions of the podcast. Is that if you want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that is your choice. It's your freedom. It's your freedom as an American to be an idiot. Yes, basically. (laughs) And you know I what? I mean, we'll see here. We're all three of us are fully vaccinated. Yeah, even like the that. cardboard was vaccinated. Yeah, I the threw. cardboard
1: <laughs> was vaccinated <laughs> as well too. But I, and that's the thing though, is that you, you know, and we're not, we're, we're not a political podcast. We're no, not we're not trying it. to get into that. But I, but I, I do feel that it's weird whenever they're trying to compare the two, the two together, going like, oh yeah, Ezra Miller needs to get fired, and so does Zachary
0: Levi. And I was like, oh, I will say this. Uh, I feel like people need to realize that most actors, and I said it in the group chat, most actors... Are sometimes leaning towards the more right wing, or more Republican. We're more Republican because, again, at the end of the day, they, they make money and they worry, you know, that, that yeah, part they're part of the taxes. And yeah, they, tower, they they worry about where their money's going.
1: Yeah. Like so, I mean, so, just yeah. fruit for thought. Yeah. Um, you know, take that with what whatever you will. Um, because people were getting mad at James Gunn too, of going like, "How do you how how are you not how are you protecting these people?" Yeah. And it was like, and I can only imagine James Gunn just kind of going like, "I gave you a <laughs> slate." <laughs>
0: You're never happy.
1: You're never happy. What is wrong with you people? This doesn't even concern me. Yeah. Like,
0: I wasn't there when he liked the tweet. I, like. I, didn't, I didn't put him like, you know what? You should like that tweet, man. You know, say yeah. your truth. Like, how is this my fault? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, you should fire him right now. And they're like, oh God, for liking no. a tweet? For just liking a tweet? Like, what? I mean, he was in Underwater for his tweets as well, too. These were old tweets he put out. For, for those, James Gunn? James Gunn, remember? Well, the that's whole the whole Marvel reason movie? why he did Suicide school Yeah, that's the thing. A while
1: ago. So, I mean, I feel like across... The board at DC and Marvel and everything like that.
0: Everybody just goes, get off Twitter. Just everybody stop. Yeah, just get off like, Twitter. I, I feel like that needs to be stop. in your contract. Hey, if you're going to portray these, these characters... And it needs to go through four people yeah. for review. Like at least four to Do, three people yeah. Do not, to review the tweet before yeah. it gets shipped out. Have your assistant like, mirror your your Twitter, like, have have them log into your Twitter as well, too, so in case you put something, they see it, they get a notification, nope, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because e- it was, even if it was there for a second, someone saw it. Oh, that's true, yeah, you've told uh, me that. No,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, just, it, it's a quick review, just going yeah. like, hey, man, you think that's a good idea, or yeah. or sending it to your publicist and yeah. going, hey, man, this is a quick tweet I'm, I'm planning on putting out.
0: What do you think just about it? Just as a celebrity, it? just don't, don't. Don't post anything. Yeah, man. Don't like, stay off of Twitter. Yeah, guys. just pay someone to do it. And Twitter yeah. never works. No, Twitter never works out for any celebrity at all. I
1: yeah. haven't. I haven't seen where they were like, oh, it's a good thing he was on Twitter.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I've never seen that. I think the only. I time... mean, Mark
1: Ruffalo got in trouble for being on Twitter live, and yeah. you know,
0: because he gave away like the first 15 minutes yeah. of of Ragnarok. T- Twitter is not for your own person. Have a have a, dumb, like, a dummy account if anything. Yeah. And, and don't call it you. Yeah, don't call it yourself. Just say user number 634, you know, that's it. Yeah, but I just think thing. it's funny. Okay, all but
1: right. anyway, we're, we're going a little long on this one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let us know what you guys are excited about. Let yes. us know how exactly you, what you guys are, uh, you know, how exactly you want to see the new slate. Uh, what are you hoping co- happens in all these things? Mm-hmm. Are you excited that Damian Wayne's going to be our new Robin? You know, what do you think about seeing the Peacemaker group back and everything else? Um, wh- like always, you can always find us at face uh, on our social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything out at Keeping Up with the Nerds. Uh, and then you can also find us at our website, KeepingUpWithTheNerds.com, where we have the Nerdy Planet and everything. And all of that, you can go ahead and see all of our news clippings and mm-hmm. our uh, pictures and different stuff. And also, uh, web- uh, episodes do go up on there as well. So go ahead and check it out over there. Uh, you can find me and Renee at our social medias.
0: Uh, those are all at the bottom and everything else don't forget guys if you're watching this on YouTube hit that like button and hit subscribe so you can watch, see when all of our videos go up and absolutely and, and if you're listening to our audio platforms go ahead and give us a like and a follow as well too yeah and share it to your friends
1: yeah. uh, also be sure to tune in for tomorrow for our uh, for our real addiction they are going to be talking about They're, going be, uh, I think that we're kind of going to talk about the, the DC Slate again they will again.
0: touch on to that and I think mostly they are talking about possibly I think um, whatever, whatever movies they saw off for the week and stuff like that. So well, They'll be also touching on Last of Us as well, too. Um, so that's gonna happen. And then um, I think well, I'm trying to think what else came out this week that they would. Talk I think
1: they were also did they talk about midnight? They talked about Midnight's on last week, did Yes. So go check them out. They come out tomorrow at noon. Um I, we really like them. They're 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 a fun group of guys. Um so yeah, go check them out. Let them know that we sent you and everything else. Uh Remain, you ready to finish this out Let's finish out.
0: This has been Keeping Up With Nerds, issue 134. My name is Renee. This is Nick. Signing off from Underspeed Comics. We'll see you all next time. See you later. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.